the Proact know-how. Hi, welcome to this uh, episode of uh, the Living and Working Abroad show. We're looking at non-DOM today, but non-DOM specifically in terms of expats living and working abroad in Cyprus, or are they? This is the question. Um, Post-COVID, a lot of people's uh, work habits have changed and people are working remotely, they're working from home and they're working from their home office. Uh, this is something new relatively in the short term, but actually, if you go back 100, 150 years, uh, many are joining industrialization. Many houses were built around the factories. So although people did live separate to their work, they lived very closely at the end of the street with the mine, the factory, uh, or the shipyard. Um, but if you go back 500 years, a lot of businesses were run from home. And uh, my great-grandmother had a wonderful uh, uh, stagecoach in halfway between Mansfield and Nottingham on the edge of um, a Sherwood Forest. It's actually called Robin Hood Hills, where it was based, um, you know, which was a home and a business. And many people had a home, a business that was worked from home. And this is the kind of world that we're moving back into now. Uh, but if you can live... Uh, and work around the corner. Uh, you can also live and work abroad and um, across border. And how does that operate? And uh, that's why we're looking at Cyprus today. <clears throat> so in today's show, though, one of the reasons for picking Cyprus is that although it's in the EU, it doesn't discriminate against non-EU citizens. So UK expats, as well as expats from around the world, can choose Cyprus as their tax base for remote working or for living and working abroad. You can't believe that, can you? That's supposed to be uh, on mute at this time. Um, so, the reason we're choosing Cyprus is because Cyprus has um, doesn't discriminate against EU or non-EU expats. Uh, there are some slightly different rules that apply to the two types of people. So uh, within the EU, uh, you've got the freedom of movement, the four freedoms to live, work and move your money uh, abroad. Uh, but under changes brought in the EU post-Brexit, uh, uh, although it's legislation from 2019, um, you still have to uh, be registered locally. So you have to go through a residency process, but it's automatic. You have to prove that you've got a permanent home in a country uh, to live and work there as a tax resident. So if you want to change your tax resident within the EU, you've still got to create your permanent home and your residency and be registered in that local jurisdiction. Uh, Cyprus doesn't discriminate against non-EU citizens and that as long as you can meet uh, a, a minimum requirements, then you're open to come and live and work abroad. And this is uh, available for UK expats as well as for expats uh, from around the world. Um, <clears throat> those, those visa registration requirements do require you uh, to have a home in Cyprus and to have means of income. Your income can be from investments, it can be from a residual uh, uh, investment income that could be royalties as well as 
property rental income, but it could also be from work that you're doing around the world, or it could be from pensions. So meet the uh, income requirements, either from capital or from an income stream, and, and you're welcome to come and live and work in Cyprus. So once you do that, um, and thinking about the remote working and the business working, what are the advantages of living and working in Cyprus? Well, it's all about your domicile. So your residence is not the same as your tax residence. Uh, so you can have a home in, in lots of different countries and live there for part of the year, but you're not necessarily tax residents there. Where your domicile, where you're from, where your parents uh, are, uh, are from when you're born determines your, your domicile of origin. Um, so not necessarily the country that you're born in, but definitely the country you're brought up brought to and that your parents are, on, are native to. Uh, so we covered that in a, a, a previous um, uh, vlog on our YouTube channel, uh, Product Partnership Living Working Abroad, um, about domicile. So if you want to know a bit more about domicile, uh, search, um, subscribe and, and search on the channel for more about domicile. Um, if you're not domiciled to Cyprus, if you're not from Cyprus, if your parents are not from Cyprus, then then you've got a non-domicile status which is available in Cyprus. And that opens up a whole new world uh, for living and working abroad. And there's two ways you can adjust to that. There's the uh, normal way uh, where you uh, are tax resident for, by living in the country for more than 183 days a year, but they also have a special concession where you can just be tax resident for 60 days. Um, again, that's not the subject of this uh, specific subject of this webinar. There's more information available at our YouTube channel. Subscribe uh, to Product Partnership uh, Living Working Abroad Show uh, to see more deep detail on the on the 60-day rule. What what the key point is uh, for, for for what we're discussing today is, is to be non-dom in Cyprus. Now, if you're not from Cyprus, you're not domiciled to Cyprus, then you're non-domiciled. And yes, you have to have a residency permit uh, for, for, for Cyprus, uh, for any expat. Uh, this is a service that Proact provide through our Cyprus office. And you can contact us at proactpartnership.com to provide that uh, resident, uh, residency permit for EU citizens or residency visa for non-EU citizens, including the UK. Where we, uh, but for that as well, you also have to have a permanent residence in Cyprus, somewhere where you're you're living. So once you've done that, um, you you can get a tax residence in Cyprus and then be registered as non-dom. Uh, now, what does what non-dom mean? Okay, we looked last last week where in the UK. Uh, if you've been tax resident in the UK for 15 out of 20 years, they will automatically assume that you're domiciled. Well, the reverse is true. So in Cyprus law, if you haven't been tax resident for 17 out of the last 20 years, then you can be non-domiciled. Uh, we're assuming that you're non-domiciled or you're not a domicile of origin. So any expat coming to live and work in Cyprus for 20 years, has got 17 of those where they're non-domiciled. And that's where the opportunities start opening up. I have to put my glasses on to check if there's any questions coming in. 
from a board. And, and this is, I've actually done a little graphic for you. So you can see that. And um, I haven't got any camera operated. So, you know, we just need to consider that what it is. You have to be resident. Uh, to, to be non-DOM in Cyprus, you have to be tax resident and you have to have a residency permit. Once you've got those, you can then do an additional registration as a non-DOM. Now, there are other exemptions in Cyprus and there are other rules. We talked about the 60-day and the special rules for um, uh, long-term uh, expat residents and the special rules for uh, pension uh, expat residents in Cyprus. But look, just specifically looking at, at, at somebody who's remote working or nomad working, what the advantage are to Cyprus. Um, but the first advantage of being non-DOM is that you don't pay any of what they call the special defence taxes. That's the middle column here. Okay. So on your income, on dividends, on interest, uh, on rental income, any income from abroad, any gains, capital gains on crypto, um, any inheritance tax, uh, any social insurance, any pension income, you do not pay any of the special defence taxes. Now, the special defence taxes uh, range from 3% to 30%, so the very high flat rate taxes that you could pay in Cyprus, but they're exempt for expats living and working abroad. Uh, so that's immediate uh, benefit uh, for, for those incomes. Now, I've, I've ticked some and crossed some in red because there's question marks about that. But the non-DOM uh, can come to Cyprus and, uh, as you can see, th they can earn around about £17,000, €19,000 without paying any income tax. So if you're remote working and you've got the opportunity to work uh, through your personal service company, through your own company, uh, you can give yourself a minimum income below £17,000 and you'll pay no income tax. And as you can see here... There's no dividend tax either. For non-DOM expats using their personal service company, there's no dividend tax at all. There's no in, take uh, a loan and you've got loan interest coming in or the, there's no tax on that. So you can pay yourself a minimum income and, and then you're not uh, paying any uh, 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 taxes on, on that dividend income. So if you've got a dividend income, uh, sorry, if you've got a, an earned income of £15,000 and a, uh, a, a dividend income of 150000 from your personal service company, you'll pay no tax as a non-DOM expat in Cyprus, which is a pretty good uh, uh, gig if you want to do that. Uh, on the right, we've got a tick against medical. There's a, a flat rate medical tax, which you, you could be liable to pay. Um, at the base level, it's about 2.65%. So it's not a massive tax, and it's potentially liable on your worldwide income. Um, so if you're working within Cyprus, that income tax, is pay, that medical is paid through your social insurance uh, levy. Uh, but it's still potentially liable on your worldwide income, even if you're non-DOM. 
so something to think about there are exemptions that are available but that's a different subject and it's not for for this meeting so it, it's just something to consider um, property rental income is, is something that the cyprus is, is very focused on and there's a lot of uh, new legislation exchanging information on property rentals including overseas property rentals so if you're um, I got a holiday let that you're letting through Airbnb or Booking.com, Retail.com. All these sites, as well as local agents, now uh, are, are forced to report to the tax authorities, and that goes into the exchange of information. Project, we've got a guide on, on exchange of information. Uh, you can get a copy from ProjectPartnership.com. So uh, rental income is something like so it, it has a, a special defence tax in Cyprus, uh, which is exempt for non-DOMS, but it's still part of your your income tax. So um, it, it could be part of the nineteen thousand euros exemption. Uh, so if you've got a property rental income and a personal service company, your property rental income might be enjoyed zero income tax. Um, your property rental income um, would use that that allowance, and your dividends is, is your business income. So it enables you to earn quite quite good uh, income levels uh, for that. Property rental income could be subject to um, the medical tax on, on worldwide earnings. So we're beginning to get a picture where a non-DOM expat. Uh, working in Cyprus can enjoy um, a, a, a low level of taxation on their work. Uh, now, where are you where are you resident and where are you tax resident? Now, if you're a resident in Cyprus for more than one, eight, three days, you're tax resident and resident in the country, then obviously as a non-DOM, you can still enjoy these tax benefits, but you will um, uh, be taxed on all, all your income that, that you're earning. If if you're a, a, a tax resident in Cyprus, your permanent home is in Cyprus, but you're then working out of a different jurisdiction, and that could be your own personal service company. So if you're doing contract work in Africa, Europe, America, Asia, um, uh, anywhere but Cyprus, and that contract work is for more than 90 days a year, then your income is only taxed as a Cyprus tax resident on a remittance basis. So uh, even, even if you are tax resident in Cyprus for more than one, 180 days a year, as long as you do more than 90 days a year abroad and the rest of that remote work in Cyprus, then uh, that, that income can be taxed on a remittance basis. That opens up big opportunities, big opportunities for remote workers and nomad workers. Um, so nomad working, moving from country to country every three months, it doesn't always work. Okay. Um, you, in the Europe, you've got the Schengen zone, which limits you to three months in a, in a country um, uh, every six months, unless you're registered as resident uh, and, and possibly liable to tax residents then. Um, outside the, outside Europe, you've still got the, the issue that, that those limitations might apply, but also you've got the potential of being, uh, you've got to be a tax resident somewhere. And if, as a nomad, as a digital nomad, if you're not tax resident somewhere, 
you'll be taxed in, in your country of domicile. Um, now, what Cyprus are offering is the opportunity for you to remote work and be a tax resident in Cyprus and, and still have the flexibility to be living and working abroad. Um, and so you could be a, a, your permanent base can be Cyprus to work elsewhere. And as long as you're working more than 90 days in another country on that overseas contract, then it, 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 you, your overseas work will be only taxed on a remittance basis to Cyprus. So not only are you dividend-free, tax-free, uh, you can earn uh, 120,000 contract elsewhere, and, and that can remain ta tax-free. Obviously, that depends on the jurisdiction where you're working as well. But if you're working through your own personal service companies, uh, that, that can work. So working abroad and, and the remittance basis of tax is, is a good uh, option for, for Cyprus tax residents. To, to pay little tax on that type of income. There's no capital gains and no inheritance tax in Cyprus. So if over the long term, uh, an expat is, is tax resident in Cyprus, over 17 out of 20 years, they can get a lot of um, uh, allowance for that uh, period um, uh, against income taxes. But at the end of the day, the capital gains and the inheritance tax that might result from that is zero in Cyprus. The only thing that you pay capital gains on in Cyprus is on Cyprus property sales. Okay, so if you've got an overseas investment, overseas pro a company that goes public and, and is shared, uh, they're capital gains tax free. Social insurance is, is an interesting one. And before I go on to that, let me just cover the issue with pensions here. Um, pensions have a special tax rate. So anybody with a large pension, so you've got a 100,000 pension, you can pay a flat rate 5% tax. There's a bit of allowance, but not very much, a couple of thousand, and but it is a 5% flat tax rate. Uh, if you're getting a state pension, you get, get exemption from health taxes as well. Um, and, and you're not paying any special defence tax on that. So uh, if you've got a pension and you've got earnings, you're still only going to pay 5% on that pension, and you've still got the non-DOM benefits of your earnings, either as, as remote earnings from abroad, uh, on a remittance basis, or, or you've got the uh, uh, personal service company option uh, with, with the, uh, um, the non-DOM a zero rate uh, tax option uh, to receive a dividend income. Um, so as we were saying before, open to, to Cyprus um, uh, for UK, EU and non-EU expats who want to live and work abroad in Cyprus, remote working, uh, nomad, digital nomad working, or, or just as, as a, a tax resident base. Uh, with the normal rules of 183 days a resident in, in that country in the year. But actually Cyprus is even better because you've also got a 60-day rule. A 60-day rule is slightly uh, complicated, that, uh, and is why I wanted to leave the social to the end. Now, social insurance, national insurance, it, it is due in any country where you're doing the economic work. So depending upon the rules of the country, that there's a liability to contribute to social insurance work. So if you're working 
pay as you earn in the UK, you will pay national insurance. If you're working in a contract in Cyprus, you will pay social insurance tax. Um, it's a flat rate tax in Cyprus. It includes the health taxes, um, it, you know, but it, it is a flat rate tax. So, it, you know, it's sort of up to 20% of, of tax. It, there's lots of bits and pieces and twiddles on it, uh, but that is a, a potentially a flat rate tax you're going to pay on income or on your sole trader revenue that you're going to generate. Um, but again, that, that is if your tax base is in, in Cyprus. So if you are uh, operating out of a Cyprus company or you're operating uh, as an employee in Cyprus um, then uh, or a sole trader in Cyprus, that economic activity, you must register for social insurance and pay that tax in Cyprus. But the good news is, is that if you're paying in Cyprus, that covers the economic activity. You might not have that liability back in the UK or, or Germany or wherever your home country jurisdiction is. So social insurance is something that we do pay. And the great advantage for expats, uh, remote working expats, is as long as as soon as they start paying, uh, in practice, you have to pay three months. You qualify for the health service in Cyprus. So um, a, a nomad can be tax resident in Cyprus, um, pay social on, uh, on that income in Cyprus and, and have that, that health cover, uh, which is exchangeable within the EU um, and, and um, uh, you know, so it covers the whole family. So one person um, uh, qualifying for medical care um, through their social insurance contributions qualifies the whole family, which is a, um, a spouse and dependent children. Uh, obviously, not uh, once children get to uh, over eighteen or outside uh, full-time education that, that they have to fend for themselves and, and do their own work. So again, that's a that's a it's a big attraction that healthcare is available for expats if you're paying that. If you're not working in Cyprus, then you don't have that liability to the social insurance. So if you're if you're an expat and you're you're working on a remote basis, and uh, you you want to use the abroad tax exemption, so to only pay tax on a remittance basis, then in the, in those options you ha haven't got a liability to social insurance in Cyprus. Uh, because your work is being done abroad. Now, you may have one in the country where the work is being done. So if you're contracted in the USA, you, you'll pay social insurance in the USA. <clears throat> if the contract is is in the Middle East, well, you pay the Middle East rates of contract and a tax, and obviously there's little or no taxes there. But you don't necessarily, you have to then need private medical cover. So uh, if somebody wanted to be a Middle East working, and it was Cyprus tax-based, um, they could ha enjoy uh, a flexibility where to base a family in Cyprus, be uh, a tax resident, pay social to cover the family, um, but still enjoy the tax benefits of working remotely in, in the Middle East. So there's an option there for people to consider. Uh, Cyprus has also got this wonderful 60-day rule, but for the 60-day rule, um, it, it, there are certain conditions. So again, it's an extra level of, of registration. Now, on the 60-day rule, uh, the the 
non-DOM expat uh, only has to be in Cyprus for 60 days a year as opposed to 183 days. So if you wanted to work and be based in the Middle East or Africa or Asia permanently, or you want to be a digital nomad working around the world, then you can qualify a, a, on a 60-day tax residence basis. So this really suits for nomads. But for that 60-day rule to apply, then the key thing that you need to do in that consideration is that you need to be employed in Cyprus and you need to be paying, therefore, social insurance in Cyprus. So if you're a director of a company or own a company or a sole trader in Cyprus, um, then you can enjoy tax on the 60-day rule. So you only have to be here for 60 days. Okay, but there has to be an economic activity that can't be just that you uh, have a permanent residence here somewhere that you own or, or, or uh, permanently here in Cyprus. You also have to have uh, an economic activity where you are a sole trader, employee or, or, or director of a company that you own. Uh, so that gives that opens up a whole world of opportunity. So if you are, are working remotely, and, and your, your uh, Cyprus tax resident is based upon uh, a corporation which is resident in Cyprus. That gives you the directorship and allows you to be a tax resident based upon that employment. Uh, as a non-DOM, you can pay yourself a minimum income um, and, and enjoy the exemptions uh, from dividends and uh, defence taxes. Pay yourself a low income so you don't pay income tax uh, you will pay social insurance, but that will give you the health care in Cyprus. And the 60-day rule will apply then where you can be living and working abroad uh, 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 for most of the year, uh, whether that's traveling that you want to do or whether it, it's just that you, you want to carry out the work on location, on short contracts in different locations um, around the world, whatever type of work you're doing, whether you're working in oil fields, uh, deep sea diving or uh, one-off uh, projects uh, on, on a custom basis uh, as a contractor. Uh, so that wraps it up. Um, there's no questions come through as far as I can see. Uh, you can always chat when, to us uh, during these live webinars and we'll try to answer those questions in the set. Uh, so in summary, Non-domicile status in Cyprus offers great opportunities for expats that are living and working abroad. If you want to be a remote worker and, and pay a minimum amount of tax, then it gives you an opportunity to either pay yourself with a dividend strategy or a remittance-based strategy, um, but you can enjoy uh, having to only spend as few as 60 days a year in Cyprus uh, and still be living and working abroad. So if you enjoy traveling, you want to work in different places around the world, expat uh, Cyprus as a non-DOM is a tax-efficient, safe, secure uh, location that doesn't discriminate against EU or non-EU uh, workers. Uh, so it's open for UK expats, um, global expats, as well as EU expats to, to be living, working for and pay low taxes. For more information and guidance, need to do a few things. You need to subscribe to our YouTube channel um, just for the plus, that to say that you like the, the webinar. Share it with friends. Contact us at productpartnership.com and we offer a free review to all our, our new inquiries uh, and we'll give you a consultant review. 
that's that's a starter. Our, can, our free consultant reviews are what we do for our retained clients all the time. Uh, so you've got that access for that information, whether you want to talk about your residency, your day's residency, uh, split year treatment, uh, or, or your tax return that's due at the moment. Um, we're expat experts on, on tax and tax residents living and working abroad for remote workers and, and for retired expats. Um, uh, so contact us at propartnership.com. Love to hear from you. Uh, subscribe as a retained client or just contact us for a free review and we'll see how we can help you. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you again next time. The ProAct Know-How, brought to you by ProAct.